0: On Wednesdays leading up to Easter, we've been looking at different times Jesus predicts his death, on his um, journey towards the cross in different Gospels, and looking at the um, yeah this is for the last time this Wednesdays Easter is just around the corner. So I'm going to read from Matthew 26 verses 1 to 13, another prediction. It says when Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, "As you know, the Passover is two days away." and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they schemed to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said, or there may be a riot among the people. While Jesus was in Bethany, in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume which she poured on his head, as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste? they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price, and money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Truly I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Here Jesus predicts his guest death again, and he reminds his followers he's going to be handed over to be crucified. And we see in the background there's already plans that are taking place around that with the authorities and in the next passage in Matthew, Judas will make his deal with the authorities as well. Um, but in Matthew, in between this this prediction and this um, in Judas's um, plot, there's this story of um, this woman who recognizes what Jesus has been saying about his death is going to happen soon, and she decides to anoint his body for burial. And this is a, a lavish act; she takes mm-hmm. very expensive. Perfume and pours it all over Jesus. This significant financial cost, this perfume, but she pours it all out for him. And Jesus' disciples respond and say, Why this waste? Why pour out all this perfume in one go when it's worth so much money? It could have been used for many other worthy purposes. Why waste it like this? And on the one hand, that's a reasonable response, um, to see that as a waste. Like, it seems like a very lavish gift and it's, they are giving some logical reasons, but it also shows that they still weren't taking him seriously about his coming death. And perhaps their attitude towards this gift of perfume also reveals their attitude toward what Jesus is saying about his coming death. They may have been thinking, well, how can you die, Jesus that would be such a waste. It would be a life lost, given up, to be crucified, especially after coming so far and doing so much good, to die now. Well, that would just be a waste. But the woman, who we find out in John, is is Mary of Bethany. She takes Jesus at his words, recognises he won't be with them much longer, so prepares his body for burial by wasting, in quotation marks, This precious perfume, embracing the fact that Jesus will still waste, Jesus will soon waste, in a sense, his life by allowing himself to be arrested, crucified, and buried. This is perhaps what it looked like a waste of perfume, potentially a waste of a life. But Jesus didn't see what Mary did as a waste at all but as a lavish and purposeful gift. She gave him so much, but it was nothing compared to what he was about to give up on the cross. He also didn't see his coming crucifixion as a waste, but as a lavish gift, incredibly purposeful, not wasted in one bit. Though to others at the time, It looked like a tragic waste. As we've been following Jesus on the road to the cross these last few weeks, we've been reflecting on how he calls us also to take up our own cross and follow him. And elsewhere, he also says that the way to find our life is to lose it for his sake. And losing our life, perhaps in the context of this story, we could say we could actually use the word waste. He calls us to waste our life for Jesus' sake. Because perhaps choosing to follow him to others may look like a waste. Spending our our life in submission to his will, following his purpose for our life to others may look like a waste of energy and money and time and resources, a waste of life. And perhaps at times it may even feel like that for ourselves. But Jesus says that the way to find our life is in fact to lose it for his sake. And like he looked on Mary's offering and was pleased, he is pleased with a life laid down in worship, a life wasted for the one who gave up his life for us. And he says that to give up our life, to lose it for his sake, is not a waste. In fact, to hold it back and gain the world, but lose Our soul lose our life with God is the ultimate true waste. As Jim Elliott says, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. So just a couple of questions, perhaps to reflect on um, in response today. Because Mary made this lavish act, though she was looked down on like, not by Jesus' opposition, but by Jesus' own disciples. <laughs> but she was highly valued by Jesus. And this story of her lavish act is actually in each of the four Gospels. So like Mary, what might the Lord be pleased for you to give him as a lavish gift? Even if it's something that's not thought wise of, thought to be wise by others around you, but would be pleasing to him and as we finish these devotions leading up into Easter the question have you made the decision to lose your life for Jesus sake and what could it be like to not see that choice as so much of a burden but actually as a joyful response to his giving of his life for you Let's pray. Father, thank you for the lavish gift of your son. Jesus, thank you for your obedience and love for us in giving up your life. Spirit, thank you that you empower us to follow Jesus and lose our lives for his sake and thereby find them. Please lead us deeper into your way this Easter. Amen.